Welcome to the Two Pine Conversion Podcast, everyone. We got good topics, good conversation. We got the boys. We got some brews. Let's get to it. I got skeletons in my closet. I might just die in the mosh pit. I think I'm done with your nonsense. I got my ties in the projects. Who finna stop me? Good luck, okay? Cross me, then you're bound to get touched, okay? Hitman in the cup with him. Welcome in. This is the Two Pine Conversion Podcast. I am Josh Gregory, alongside my co-host, partner in crime, and best man at my wedding, Larry Carnes. Hey, appreciate that. That was fantastic. Great, great intro there. So I'm super pumped to get this Two Pine Conversion Podcast up and running with you, man. Um, I think it's uh, the next step that this podcast needs. Uh, it's already, you know, up and running, but why not make things better, you know? Absolutely. Ever since... We started this league in 2014. Um, it's you know it started off kind of rough looking back at it now, but over the years it's got you know it's went from just people hardly ever talking to each other in the league to you know trimming the fat in the league so to speak, and uh, we now have a constitution, you know bylaws. We have a punishment schedule for people who aren't paying because for a while we had some some clowns in this league who wouldn't pay and. Uh, we have saw in the last like probably two, three years in a row now, everyone has paid well before the draft and we haven't had any kind of issues with that. So it just every year it gets better. Yeah, man. Just to piggyback on that, <clears throat> totally right. A lot of uh, ups and downs with some of the people that have been in this league, but those guys have been, you know, weeded out um, to say. And, uh, you know, I think we do have a great group of guys now. Um, I think it's competitive, uh, probably the most competitive league that I'm in. Um for sure. So, uh, yeah, that's all kudos to you and you're, you're, you're getting those, those things in place. You know, the bylaws is fantastic. There's actually, you know, we're not just winging it, you know. So that's just the steps that we've taken. And then this is uh, just trying to help improve that quality and make it greater uh, than it was in the past. And that's all we're trying to do. And obviously, you know, we like to drink. We like to talk fantasy <laughs> football. So. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the uh, pun on the name of the podcast, so mm-hmm. I think that those will go hand in hand. And that's what this kind of podcast will be based around. So, are you ready to do this, man? The first one. I know, I'm excited. Ready, we kind of been talking about this for a while. A lot of research. There's going to be some, you know, bumps in the road as we come along. But how excited are you to get this going? I'm pumped, man. Uh, we uh, we got a great interview today with the back to back league champion Teddy May. You know, he's got some. He's got some good stuff to say, and uh, hopefully he talks a little smack to the rest of you clowns in there. Um, he's, a, he's a diehard Colts fan, so we'll uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, right now, I guess uh, let's get into our first segment, NFL news and what's going on around the league, basically. So just to kind of start off, uh, I mean, the biggest thing that we need to talk about right now is Carson Wentz going to the Colts. Yeah, man, that's huge. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, just to kind of give the – all the details that went with that, like you mentioned, you went to the Colts. Um, the Colts only had to give up a third-round pick this year and a second-round conditional pick next year. So not a huge haul, especially if you're comparing it to the Stafford trade. You know, mm-hmm. that was a huge haul. Yeah, monster. So, uh, but, yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, does this make the Colts uh, a competitive team? You know, they were a fringe playoff team, but now are they a legit playoff team? Is it someone that we should be – concerned about next year in the AFC. Well, I think it depends on what Carson Wentz you're going to get. Like, are you mm-hmm. going to get the, mm-hmm. what was it, 2017 Carson Wentz with, uh, with Reich? Or are you going to get, uh, 
you know, the last, you know, you're going to get injury prone Carson Wentz. You can get glass bones and paper skin Carson Wentz. Like, which one are you going to get? That's kind of where, uh, you know. No, that's totally right or totally on point with that. It's a great point. Uh, and the whole Frank Wright connection is uh, pretty relevant, I think. I mean, um, his best statistical year was with Frank Wright, his first year. That's where he broke the franchise record for most touchdowns. I believe he had 33. Mm-hmm. His high Q, highest QB rating ever was that season, too. So if he can avoid the injury bug, um, we already saw, you know, they had one of the best defenses. Um, and th- that should be able to keep them competitive in most games. So, and not having noodle arm Phillip Rivers, you know, just <laughs> throwing up prayers. Uh, could potentially make them a legit team in the AFC. So I'm excited to see them. I think they are. What are you thinking uh, as far as fantasy-wise? Is Jonathan Taylor still going to be a beast, you know, like we saw this past year? Yeah, man, I think it, uh, Carson Wentz, you know, because Phil Rivers is basically like a statue back there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Carson Wentz kind of opens up, you know, he can buy time in the in the pocket and stuff like that. And, you know, it opens up their offense a little bit more, you know. But the thing is, is I'm like – all of their tight ends, including T.Y. Hilton, you know, T.Y. Hilton also, like they're all free agents. So it's does does Zach Ertz join them in mm-hmm. Indy, like as a package deal kind of thing? Or does Zach Ertz belong on a bench or with a clipboard in his hand somewhere <laughs> coaching, coaching another, you know, you know, in the tight end room or something sure. like that? Because, you know, I'm sure he's knowledgeable. But, you know, here recently, especially fantasy wise, it's, you know, he hasn't really produced a whole lot. So. Do they, I've seen some mocks where, you know, maybe uh, they, you know, they try to get, uh, was it Quiddy Pay or, or Kyle Pitts? I'm sorry. Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they pick later. So I don't, I don't know if he's going to fall that far. So Pitts is a beast, man. From Florida, that dude is an absolute monster. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Maybe not next year, but in the next three, four years, he's going to be right up there in the echelons of the Kittles and Kelsey. That's my opinion. Uh, the Darren Wallers, those types of guys. So sure. he's definitely a guy to keep an eye on, especially if he does go there. Um, so <clears throat> on the flip side, what does this mean for the Eagles? Are they just crap, you know, or are we going to stay away? Is Jalen Hurts relevant? What about uh, Jalen Rhaegar or Miles Sanders? You know, what are your thoughts on those guys? Man, it's uh, I don't it's it's tough because, you know, I can't I, I don't it's a dumpster fire in Philly right now. So it's like it does. Do they, you know, put their faith in Jalen Hurts to get it done? Because when was he drafted the second round, I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they put it, you know, they put their faith in Hurts to get it done, or are they going to, you know, go try to pick up Zach Wilson or, mm. you know, someone in the draft? It's it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, I don't know. It really depends on their quarterback situation. They got a, they have a lot of holes to fill over there. Yeah, no, Philly, yeah. So. You're to- totally right there. It could be, um, could be where they depend and lean on Miles Sanders, you know, because he is the constant and he's been in the system, you know, even though they are hired, hired a new or hiring a new coach. Um, but still, you need to depend on your guys. And is Hurts going to, you know, he's only played a few games. Is he going to be the guy? Or like you said, are they taking Wilson or Fields or one of those guys? So I think Sanders could still be pretty relevant next year as far as fantasy-wise. <clears throat> Um, sure. Especially, you could probably get him in third round-ish type mm-hmm. of thing. So, uh, I would take a swing at him if he's sitting there. So, yeah, it's definitely worth, worth that. So, so who are all their receivers now then? So, they got Jalen Rhaegar, who's the big one. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, I think, is 
leaving, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't put much stock in him either. They just released Deshaun Jackson, right. just adding to the fire, yeah. the dumpster fire that you mentioned that's going on. So, yeah, as far as offensive production, it may be uh, you stay away from uh, some some of those guys, except for maybe the running crew and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, uh, so that could you know, but change their outlook on the draft is like if they want to build around Hurts, you know, do they go after? Maybe Devontae Smith mm. or something like that in the draft, you know, because because uh, it's as of right now, like it's kind of a big question mark on Philly. So yeah, and that could definitely help, uh, obviously, change that offensive, uh, you know, the, the the strength of that offensive group. I mean, they've already they've always had a pretty solid defensive. So if they were to focus Devontae Smith uh, sitting in that, you know, mid, you know, what are they pick six? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a fantastic pick for them. Yeah. Um, you know, Jamar Chase falls that far. Excellent pick as well. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but um, yeah, if they could add that, if they are willing to give Hertz the the keys to the car, you know, and let him go and see what that ends up being, by all means, uh, that should be someone to definitely look at. Where would you pick Devontae Smith? Let's say if he goes there, or do they go after like Allen Robinson? Like Allen Robinson's a free agent, mm-hmm. you know? Do you build because whenever Carson Wentz, there was that you know speculation going on that he might go to the Bears or the Colts, and then he came out and was, I'm not going to the Bears because like who would like that place sucks. So uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm not just being biased because because yeah. of, of the North, you know, like, uh, but uh, I mean maybe I am, I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> I did see that, you know, maybe Allen Robinson's decision could kind of determine, you know, if Wentz went to the Bears. So I don't think Allen Robinson resigns that. And you have a similar, you know, quarterback situation in Chicago where you don't, or you don't know. You know what I mean? You don't know who's going to be, you know, you have a big question mark over there as well. So Allen Robinson is going to be a big time, big time, uh, Targeting free agency, I think. Yeah, that's something we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on because there are some notable free agent receivers. Uh, it's pretty loaded. I mean, there's, like you mentioned, Alan Robinson, Kenny Galladay. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many good guys out there. That, um, Marvin Ju- Jones, right? Juju Smith-Schuster is a free, yeah. free agent. I mean, there, you name it, there's so many, and they could, could go and change the dynamic of an offense just like that by signing mm-hmm. a, a player like that. So uh, definitely something we're going to keep an eye on for sure. It's something um, that is going to be uh, – they're going to get paid, uh, mm-hmm. I think, a decent amount. So oh, yeah. They're all fantastic. So it'll be fun to watch as that all unfolds. Yeah. Uh, more news. Uh, Kyle Rudolph stated that he doesn't want to take a pay cut. Uh, to keep the same role, obviously, whatever. Kyle Rudolph's not really that fantasy relevant anymore because of me. And it might just be because of the offense that he's in. Um, you know, the Vikings like to run that, you know, zone run and two receivers and, you know, and two tight ends is kind of their thing. But Kyle Rudolph's basically been uh, a blocker for the last couple of years. So he could also be, a, you know, maybe he adds to maybe maybe he goes to Indy. You know what I mean? It helps their tight end situation. But who knows? Maybe he's just he still thinks he's, he you know he still seems to think he's got something left in the tank. So um, you know he could be one to look out for as far maybe like a tight end sleeper in fantasy this year. Maybe interesting depending. Yeah, I still think in my opinion, I think he'll be a touchdown dependent guy. But sure. touchdown dependent tight ends is not infrequent. It's yeah. pretty common yeah. uh, nowadays. So uh, we'll see. It'll be not everyone's Darren Waller. You know. Yeah, so or, you're Travis Kelsey yeah, catching Travis Kelsey, 120 yeah. plus passes or whatever yeah. it is, something nuts. Um, almost leading the league and receiving yards as a tight end is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. So, uh, 
So what are you thinking of uh, another news, uh, J.J. Watt release? You think he mm-hmm. can go and pair up with his brother, make that Pittsburgh defense even more stellar than it well, already uh, is? Diop uh, reached out to him on social media, and you know he said, like, let's finish what we started. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, does he go there? I've also seen that J.J. Watt has interest in signing with the Browns. Yeah, crazy. So, I mean... I don't know, but is he gonna is he gonna demand a fat paycheck or is he gonna take like like I don't know how what to get like a veteran whatever the veteran mm-hmm. salary is, mm-hmm. but um, maybe I I don't know I don't you know Can you imagine Miles Garrett and JJ Watt I know that's what I mean you know and uh, or TJ Watt and JJ Watt Holy yeah cow. all of them all the Watt boys <laughs> Jesus. Um, but you know, I don't know, man. I I think that Pittsburgh's like D line is just so good. I just don't. I don't think that they put that money in to into JJ Watt. But you know, I mean, who knows? He's he's got blood on that team. So yeah, but uh, you know, and he's made a lot of money throughout his career. Um, sure. Is he wanting to go? What's he What's he prioritized now? He's getting older. Is it a ring? Is it? Uh, it's almost is it, it almost has it to be a ring, in yeah, my you know? opinion. Because so, he is and it older. makes sense that Cleveland would be that then because they were in the playoffs this past sure. year. Um if you wanna get with a young up and rising team, why not go play for the Browns? And same thing with the Steelers. It's not like the Steelers are any, you know, joke yeah. either. So I mean any of those teams would be more than good enough for uh for him to join. So speaking of uh the salary cap issues and what guys are gonna make, holy cow, uh it sounds like they're gonna be uh a big decrease in what the salary cap is actually going to be. I know the NFL just came out and said that 180 million is the floor. Yep. Not um. So that's a big difference. You know, there was what 200 around mm-hmm. there last year, dropping potentially 20 million dollars. There's some teams that are in some pretty big. Uh, there's some hot water that's happening now. Like because, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they're almost 70 million. Uh, they have they have less than no money. I don't even <laughs> know. You know, like I don't. I have no idea. How, like because I know that uh, Drew Brees is like the fourth highest paid dude on the Saints right now. So are they? You know, do they just cut? I mean, do they try to? They're because he. I guess he hasn't officially retired yet. Yeah. So I heard that he is uh, working on a restru- or an extra reduction in his salary cap. It'll take his like twenty five million and make it all the way to a vet min. So he's only gonna be like a million dollars against the cap. So um, I saw that today. So that is a huge help, obviously. But still, they have so many uh, other guys: Cameron Jordan, you know, Andres Pete, Alvin Kamara, you know, all these huge uh, guys that are hitting. So it'll be interesting. A lot of restructures are gonna be happening. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Michael guys... Thomas should take a pay cut uh, because he's a, he just does run slant routes. So <laughs> fair enough, fair enough <laughs> you know? man. But Jesus. like you're saying, a lot of those salary caps, we've seen a lot of releases. Deshaun Jackson, I already alluded to that. Mm-hmm. He just got cut. There's other guys, Alan Bailey, Ricardo Allen for the Falcons, Christian Kirksey, and uh, you know he's a big loss over there. They already don't have linebackers. They're clearing uh, money for Aaron Jones. You think so Aaron Jones resign huh? him? You think that they he's gonna him? he's gonna want money, With man? AJ Dillon and Jamal Williams already there. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. I can't tell you anything about that team because their draft was just ridiculous last year. So Jordan loves the truth. Apparently, yeah, Donnie's gonna love to hear this, but uh, you know, I don't. I don't really know, man. The Packers have their own thing going on, so. You know, who knows? Maybe they draft another quarterback this year. Who knows? You know? 
<laughs> so, hey, it motivated Aaron, man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it, it did, it absolutely. Definitely, definitely yeah. worked, for sure. Yeah. So. And all that matters is that, you know, the Packers were sitting on the couch with the rest of us, so. Fair yeah. enough, fair yeah. enough. The biggest news, I guess, that we should have, we've kind of alluded, is Deshaun Watson actually going to get traded, man? What do you think? I don't know, man. That's uh, They've been very open with saying they want to keep him there. Um, and he, I mean, he's not answering calls. He's not, you know, that boy does not want to be there. So, but what do you do? I mean, you know, yeah. does he, does he, I mean, he hold out, you know, like how do you maybe on bell situation? Yeah, man. And he goes and gets fat in the off season. And, but then he goes to the, you know, to a Super Bowl contender. I don't know, man. I mean, cause Deshaun Watson is a, is the type of player that could just completely change an organization. Um, and, you know, and on top of that, like I've, I've heard that the Panthers are, you know, trimming fat to, to make room for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, but like, you know, they're one, I guess I'm assuming they're wanting what three first round picks for him. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's the starting point. And I even heard, I even heard CMC's on the table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But why wouldn't you? I mean, the sure. quarterback, no offense, CMC's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, Deshaun Watson, quarterback, obviously, is the most important position. And if you have an elite one, we've seen the Brady's, the Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> the, you know, those guys that you're able to get. If you can get them on your team, you're always going to be relevant in the NFL. You're always going to be a potential playoff team. So, sure. um, I mean, they're just that much val- – they're that valuable. You, you, <clears throat> when it comes down to it, uh, game's on the line two minutes – you're not gonna be giving. You're not gonna be running the ball with CMC. You need to put the ball in your quarterback's hands to go win you a game. And mm-hmm. So, so uh, while CMC is an absolute beast and a monster, Deshaun Watson all day, every day, you would trade him and three first round picks yeah. if you could. Yeah, so. you're rebuilding an entire franchise that way. Mm-hmm. You know. What do you think about the Dolphins? They actually have the ammo to go and do it. Do you think he could? They could be a potential landing spot for Deshaun. Man, I just they got uh, two first round picks this year. They basically be trading back to Texas. So they, would they trade to uh to Houston? Yeah, you trade to uh and two your two first round picks and next year's first round pick. Mm-hmm. And you get Deshaun Watson. And then uh they well, yeah, I guess they wouldn't be able to do that because they would be trading all those picks away, but um yeah, I mean, I I agree, man. I mean, who is it? Miles was it Miles Gaskin? Is there uh-huh. running back over there? I mean that dude's good. I mean, they're, they got they weapons got over there. Guy and they got that just wall of a defense, man. Like, it's so good. The ball hawks, man. Yeah, it's Jeez. crazy. I mean, uh, was it Xavier Howard's absolute yeah. beast with Kyle mm-hmm. Van Noy mm-hmm. holding down the linebacker position. Um, well, they picked off Mahomes, what, three times in that yeah, game? Yeah, man. Like, and, uh, like, I would say one was a tip ball, but two of them were pretty legit. And, you know, uh, not to toot his horn, but he's pretty good with the ball, you know. And sure. with the weapons they have, they typically have good enough separation as well that he don't have to be a perfect ball every time. Mm-hmm. That Xavier Howard pick on uh, Kelsey or Hill, whoever it was, that was absolutely filthy. I uh-huh. mean, one of the best picks I've ever seen. Um, so they're absolutely beasts. So if you can get him and Deshaun Watson, maybe they bring in Kenny Galladay sure. or Allen Robinson. Yeah. You know? I think Miami's doing pretty good on the salary cap situation too. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. So that, I mean, they go get Watson. Holy cow! They were already. They could have made the playoffs, or did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't. Yeah, um, yeah. The Colts made it. I'm sorry, yeah. they were right there on the edge. Uh-huh. So Dolphins uh, could definitely be a playoff contender and maybe make a run at it. You never know. So, so what about uh, Deshaun Watson goes to Miami? 
where does Deshaun Watson go in the draft, fantasy draft? Like, where where is he? Does he become a top five? I mean, probably easily a top because like the dude is a monster in Houston and he has nothing there. Like, yeah, Will Fuller, Will Fuller, yeah. Will Fuller, you know, is juicing, but like, you know, he goes to Miami and it's like, you know, nice weather down there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fair. Well, actually, has a whole line that could protect him. He's not running around trying mm-hmm. to save him or not die, basically. And they just signed Jason Sanders, who's a great kicker. Uh, I don't know anything about that, being a Vikings fan. So, um, but you know, no, I, I think that's a very about or a good good point, and I think he could certainly uh, be a top five quarterback next year. Uh, I mean, if you're ranking them, you got to put I would say Pat Aaron up there, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, okay. Speaking of Russell Wilson, is he going somewhere? I mean, he doesn't like getting hit, as you know, most people don't. So yeah, and I saw that the front office didn't. Does he go to Miami? Does he go to Miami? And you know, he's just a stud down there. Like what you know, Seattle crumbling in front of our eyes right now. I love it. (laughs) I also love it. So it's fantastic. But uh, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I think if you had to pick, I would pick Watson over him just because sure. of the age. I think they're both fantastic players, but and Deshaun Watson, Watson has came out openly said that he basically wants to leave. So yeah, exactly. Russ hasn't really said that. He just said he doesn't like getting hit. So which he's like the most sacked quarterback like over the last like three seasons. It's but crazy. is Sierra behind this? <laughs> is Sierra is Sierra tired of living in Seattle? Does she want to go? Day, man. Does she want to go wrong. to the beach, man? Like you know, hey, maybe she wants to go to Miami. You know, who knows? To Miami. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Stay on that topic. Uh, I said Chris Carson's unlikely to be re-signed, and uh, DJ Dallas didn't perform as well as they had hoped. So you know, do they do they go after a running back in the draft or you know free agency? How do they address that issue? I don't think they're going to be relevant any next year. I would stay away from Seattle, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, sure. Their old line's not great. Russell Wilson's not happy. If they're not bringing back Chris Carson, mm-hmm. I mean, what's left there? No offense, but I would stay far and away from them next year. Do they year. not have a first-round pick this year? That's a good question. I don't know that answer. Um, it doesn't look like they do. So who did they trade, to, who did they trade their first-round pick for? It's a fantastic question. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Okay, so uh, so another, you know, keeping it going here. Uh, is Big Ben finished in Pittsburgh? What's going on with, over there? Is uh, I think it's similar to the Breeze story, the saga in uh, with the Saints. I mean, yeah. even if he is, both of them are back. I mean, you're really just keeping them around just because they've done so much for your team. I wouldn't draft either one of them, I, or they're not gonna be on my team for sure. Uh, and I don't think uh, – I think they should be trying to draft guys to replace them or going out and getting guys if they can. So, Okay, Seattle gave up its 2021 third-rounder to the Jets for Jamal Adams or in the Jamal Adams trade. It says that they have four picks. Uh, number 56 is their first one, so they do not yeah, have a first-round pick. Round, huh? yeah, so uh, I don't really know what all went into that trade. But, yeah, I agree with the, the Big Ben thing. Because I know that uh, there was, you know, obviously it's it's technically not even the NFL offseason yet because that doesn't start till March. But, uh, you know, people are speculating like crazy and quarterbacks are flying around. So everyone is trying to, you know, make mountains out of molehills at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, you know, whatever. So, 
you know, like Derek Carr's on the market, Drew Locke's on the market, you know, there's all Anyone kinds of everyone. everyone's, but they, you know. here's the interesting thing though. I think there might be a little merit to some of those things because sure. Um, I think with the salary cap being a problem this year, uh, a lot of teams need to restructure a lot of guys mm-hmm. that, are, that are paying a lot of money to um, until the salary cap. You know, the COVID stuff's kind of has thrown everything a wrecking ball into what plans had happened, you know, that they did have in place. Mm-hmm. So um, you're going to be seeing a lot of one-year deals from a lot of these guys, even the Robinsons and all those guys. Maybe not the Robinsons. The elite guys probably might sign long-term stuff with teams, but uh, – a lot of one-year deals, a lot of restructures because they're banking on the salary cap going up next year. Fans will be actually be able to get back in the stadium. The teams are, you know, the NFL is going to make a lot more money than they did this past season. So um, it's going to be an interesting offseason with a lot of guys just signing with contenders, in my opinion, rather than yeah. going for the money because a lot of people that have a lot of money are not really Super Bowl contenders. And what's going to get paid? Going to get you paid a lot being on a team that's relevant playing late into the postseason. So I think a lot of these guys might be looking for going for a ring for a one-year deal and trying to get paid next Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Even uh, what, Adrian Peterson said he wants to sign with Tampa. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're going to see a lot of that. Speaking of that, we didn't even address the elephant in the room. The Bucks won a Super Bowl, beat my Chiefs. And then Molly whopped the, uh, the Chiefs. Uh, definitely going to. I was trying to kind of see how long we were going to talk without bringing it up. You I know. know. I wanted I to get it out of the way. To, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Well, let's get it out. Let's uh, let's let's talk about Larry's like, you know, his situation and what he went through. Let's uh, what was your life like? Because I know I was at I was at your Super Bowl party and mm-hmm. the vibe of the party went down the toilet and I was in the corner drinking beer by myself. So, uh, well, Donnie was there, but we were in the corner drinking beer by ourselves and uh, we all left after. You know, take us through your process of how yeah. you were able to recover. My team doesn't go to Super Bowl, so uh, <laughs> you can. Uh, yeah, that's fine. So, so obviously, obviously, optimism was pretty high going into the game. Um, I thought this was the moment in Mahomes' career where he takes the torch, not takes it or passed on. He just rips it from Brady mm-hmm. and says, "I'm going to be. You know, this is my show. I'm the goat. Here we go." So going into the game, oh my gosh, I was flying high. Not anything like last year. I was nervous. Uh, that defense was fantastic. First time my team's ever been to a Super Bowl in my life, so I was super nervous. Uh, this year, cool as a cucumber going into it, man. So get into the game. Doesn't you know things are kind of progressing. Bucks are obviously doing their thing. Chiefs are moving in, kick field goal. Um, Bucks kind of get in, and they're obviously taking an early lead on the Chiefs. But I've seen it. Last year, we're down 24 points, come back. Down 10 points, doesn't matter, come back. So I'm just waiting for the Chiefs to turn it on. I'm just waiting. Pat's doing his thing, running around. He's like running crazy. for his life is what he's doing. Pretty much. But it's, <laughs> it's nothing that we haven't experienced. I mean, sure. most of the old line were hurt this year. We were playing with like four backups going into the Super Bowl. So, And that's what Pat does. He can move and extend plays, and we have the off- offensive weapons. You just can't guard him for that long. Is Eric um, Fisher out? For the Super Bowl? He was, yeah. yeah. He tore his Achilles in the uh, championship, the AFC championship. Game. We saw him so, at a bar one night. We didn't get to talk to him, but we observed he's big, him. He's a big man. He's a giant. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was staying uh, pretty happy. I thought they were going to finally turn it on eventually, like they've done so many times before. 
But, uh, you know, Brady's been there so many times. He's not going to make a mistake. He's going to not throw that interception or uh, have that fumble or whatever. They're going to stay consistent. He just throws trophies. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, was, it was tough to watch. So oh, yeah. as uh, we started getting later into the game and it just wasn't happening, mm-hmm. that's when it really started to sink in that, you know, crap. Uh, yeah. This is happening. Like the Chiefs yeah. are getting just dominated on all facets. We couldn't even punt the ball well. Shank, right. shank after shank, you know. So after that, I was uh, kind of wanted to just get away from you and Donnie because <laughs> I knew the yeah. onslaught of uh, making fun of my team, even though your teams weren't there, was yeah, commencing. We, we like to give, you know, we're we're all good friends. So I love would like to say that we. We recognize when we're all diehard fans that you gotta. There's like a grace period where you gotta let people recover before you can just start, you know, shitting on them. Yeah. So it, it was rough, man. I won't lie. And so last year, uh, my dad threw a huge party. Uh, yeah, I had like a hundred people there. So us winning, it was fantastic. Hundred people celebrating. Huge Chiefs fan. This was much smaller, but uh, gosh, it hurt. You know, it stung, and having people there trying to entertain, it was just, it was an awful feeling. Uh, not gonna lie. And then <laughs> I definitely had a hangover, like not so much from the beer that I was drinking, but just like football's gone, my team lost, Brady's being having enjoying his perfect life with his model wife, and throwing Super Bowl trophies to boats, and being drunk and carried off, and <laughs> it was just the worst. And I had to just sit there and watch it, and then. Hear about how Mahomes is never going to have a chance to be a GOAT, which the, oh, the chance of that actually thing. happening is very slim to none. But as a diehard Chiefs fan, I was holding out that maybe one day he'd be in that conversation. Not that he can't, but now it's Brady. As much as I yeah. hate to say it, it's always going to be Brady. But how old is Mahomes? He's 25. Okay, so I mean, Brady's 100. So, you know, <laughs> you have. He has a plenty of time, and he just signed it. But the it, thing you know. is, is, seven is now the threshold, Super yeah. Bowls. For Mahomes to even get to, if he could get to seven, he'll still always have that uh, cloud over him that he lost in a Super Bowl too great. Sure. So actually even be able in the conversation, he has to get to eight. Join to the club. We got jackets. Everyone, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, personally, but so many people have been beaten by Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, you're right, man. So, it, it, it sucks. Uh, I was hopeful that maybe Brady finally lose and not have his perfect life, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and he could finally have some bad in it, um, but not the case. Dude's still killing it, and good for him. Uh, sure. So respect. Respect, for sure. So, just to let everyone know how cool and calm this man was, talking about Larry before the game. Um, I was like, you were, you know, kind of giving our predictions and stuff like that. And I said, you know, Brady usually wins by a field goal. And then, uh, Larry base was like, he's like, no, nah. he's like, Chiefs are going to win by a blowout. Like not even phased 100% confident that the Chiefs were going to smoke Tom Brady and the Bucks yep. and that exact opposite happened. So yeah, no, I was totally yeah. confident. Uh, the Bucks, they did their thing, man. They finally figured it out. They were seven and five, mm-hmm. uh, had just lost to the Chiefs. Um, and I was like, who is, you know, I'm not impressed with the Bucks. They got into their bye week, figured things out. Arians finally let Tom Brady do his thing. Instead of trying to be a vertical offense, they let Brady uh, run the ball, lean on running the ball, focus on having a great defense, which they do. They're young fast. And then let when it's third down, let them be efficient and hit those little quick, you know, uh, routes and stuff. And it was effective. They didn't lose a game yet uh, after that bye week. So, and we saw it full uh, on full uh, display in the Super Bowl. 
Uh, Brady didn't make mistakes, you know, no interceptions, just third down efficiency. And let that defense absolutely just eat and get after Mahomes, play super deep, take away the deep threat, and just rush, get get pressure on and take advantage of the crappy sure. offensive line that the Chiefs have. Perfect game plan. Chiefs didn't adjust. Say la vie. Chiefs are gone. Well, they'll be back, though. I mean, you know, they're... Uh... You know what is it? They don't rebuild; they reload. It's sure, just, it's kind of like Alabama, and you know, those, you know, just monster teams like that. You know, they're gonna, you know, they're not. I don't. They're not really losing anyone major in the offseason yeah. that I, you know, I don't think that, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna be just fine. I think so. Um, while we're on the topic of quarterbacks, still, I want to kind of wrap up. You know, the rumors here with Dak Prescott, man. Like mm. he doesn't. No one really talks about him here in a while. Dallas even released a hype video, and Dak wasn't in it. But also, I want to say, who releases a a hype video the week after the Super Bowl or whatever? You you don't even know who's on, you know, who you're going to draft or whatever. Like, you know, I don't know. Dallas is stupid, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to cling on to that last little they're America's team or they're not America's team type of thing. So, don't forget about us. We're still... We're still relevant, please. You know, maybe that was the whole game plan behind it. But do you think he resigns there? Is it is it well, a relationship? Tag him again. They is can it tag a, him again. Yeah, right? Is it a relationship that's too far gone? You know, I, um, I know if he man. does, I mean, is he gonna be the highest paid quarterback? You know, in a down year. Though? If he wouldn't have got hurt, he may have been. You know, because they were they were I know there for a while. There was some you know kind of bad blood as far as the contract thing goes. But they were. It seemed like they were making legit pro, you know progress towards a contract and then he went down and now he's who was it earl thomas that you know they had tagged him and he's flipping the bird to pete carroll <laughs> on the sideline which you know you know who could blame him so sure i mean the the offense is there man they've sure. got it yeah. yeah and we saw what that team was without a quarterback and even with all those offensive weapons they're not that great you need a good quarterback and Dak is that guy why would you not pay the man yeah. i don't know why they've been messing around with all this it's not like you're in a place to go and draft a guy either really you know most of those guys are going to be gone by the time they draft so they they have picked 10 in the draft yeah but i look if fields maybe falls i don't even know if fields is going to put where they're going to draft trey lance he's not the guy i would take denver picks right before them so yeah they, you know, I mean, they're. I mean, it looks like they're probably going to be taking a quarterback. That's so. what I'm saying. We got uh, probably the first two picks are going to be some combination of of Trevor Lawrence and Wilson, and then you got Eagles at what six that could be potentially taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's your Justin Fields maybe at uh, nine with the Broncos. Um, so you know, this mock a, this mock has the Dallas taking Cal Pitts. So does that mean they're like, is Blake Jarwin not the guy? You know what I mean? Like, I know he got hurt, too, because he, you know, crushed my – I was sitting on him all draft, <laughs> and he, you know, he fell to me way in the late rounds, and the man goes down. And then I – luckily, I was able to get Hawkinson, you know, who did fine for me, but that's uh, it's an interesting thing because – I feel like Dak is just kind of flying under the radar right now. And no, you know, because obviously because of Deshaun Watson, but like Dak could be a name to, you know, keep an eye on in the offseason. No, yeah, you're totally right. I mean, they definitely need to get that figured out sooner than later um, because obviously he's going to be worth a lot of money. And with the salary cap being is what it is, um, having that taken care of, then you can focus on the rest of your money going elsewhere or what you need as far as in the draft. 
if Kyle Pitts is there in pick ten, which I don't think he will, I don't be, think he'll be either. You run that up to the sure. to the to the podium because he's an absolute game changer. Mm-hmm. So not and I even if you you don't even if you have faith in Blake Jarwin, go get Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's a, gonna be a beast. So Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. All right, so uh, what we're going to get into now is uh, one of the kind of the meat and potatoes of, which I know it seemed like the NFL rumors and stuff was kind of the meat and potatoes, but um, one of the main the main reason we, we touched on this earlier was one of the main reasons why we started this podcast in the first place was to was to give back to the league. Um, we got a good group of dudes who are all invested now, it seems. Uh, no one seems to be headed out the door. So this is kind of the segment where we get into talking about issues in the league, hot, you know, hot topics, stuff like that. And just, you know, once the league picks up again, this is where we'll, we'll call people and interview them and let them, let them vent. We use it as like a, a fantasy football vent line almost. And people can talk smack on the league and stuff like that. So we're actually going to get into an interview um with our back-to-back league champion so here he is all right welcoming in our first guest back-to-back league champion recently married diehard colts fan no one cares about that how are you doing today <laughs> bud all good just watching my kentucky wildcats oh, how are they doing winning well uh we got some questions for you if uh you got some time for us let's hear it all right great man good to hear from you mr champ so question number one how have you enjoyed your time in our fantasy football league? It's been pretty good, real good. The last two years, in particularly, oh, enjoying sure taking has. everybody's money. <laughs> uh, last year didn't start out so well, but it went good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what have you? How have you uh, enjoyed things? I guess more uh, uh, as we've progressed. I mean, you're one of the founding fathers, so. Have you seen any improvement over the years? Yeah, I was skeptical on the sleeper league, and now that we've done it, uh, I guess I like it a lot more. There's a lot more information. I don't know. I, d- I didn't really want to do it at first. I told Josh I don't really like change, but a lot of the stuff we've done, I've <laughs> enjoyed. That's fair, fair criticism for sure. Yeah, and uh, so I know you don't like change, but that can kind of lead us into this question. Uh, Carson Wentz, man. How would you um, uh, how are you feeling about that? Not great. <laughs> I wanted to not watch the, uh, <laughs> Is he going to be the the thing that pushes you guys into the into the ship or what? Theoretically, well, we're all in on it now, so uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys were a fringe playoff team last year, um, even with that with new Phil Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you mean, I think Lance has still got something left in the tank. So, what do you think? Do you think your team is going to make the playoffs? Do you think... Uh, you know, I definitely think we will. Mm-hmm. I think we will. Putting Wentz back with Frank Rise as long as he don't get fucking hurt, which mm-hmm. you don't know. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor will have a big year next year. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton is going to come back. Yeah, he's a free agent. So is like every yeah. one of your other tight ends. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on what. Is Zach Ertz coming? They, they, they were talking about it. I mean, then I still yet to be seen. If he came, I would, I'd like that. Wouldn't he be bad. Bring his ass, he needs to bring his ass over and sit on a bench. Is what he needs to do. Well, now, no need to get upset because you're dealing with Kirk Cousin issues. All right. That's enough. All right. Next question. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is a question I want to ask a lot of our guests. Um, I'll keep track and this will be something we monitor next year, but who's your dark horse? That 
uh, for next fantasy football season that nobody's really keeping tabs on right now and might have a breakout year next year. What do you What do you think? If I remember correctly, didn't Dylan like trade all his shit away this year for a bunch of picks? <laughs> okay, so a little backstory on that for those who didn't know or are listening to this now. Uh, Dylan texted me and said that he had this like master idea, this master plan that he was going to win. So what happened is he thought that he could trade away all his good players and get picks in return because he thought the 2020 season was just going to not happen. So he thought that he was going right. to collect all these draft picks and then just, you know, carry them all over without, you know, anyone batting an eye. And I told him he was an idiot. So. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, as far as Dark Horse, that was the only thing I could really think of because that's what he did. And I was like, he's got a bunch of fucking high picks. Yeah. But I guess that's not how that's working, so. No, sure. I mean, I don't know. As far as dark horse, I don't know. I think fantasy football is a lot of luck, in my opinion. Yeah, you I know a lot of luck. <laughs> hey. Mr. H.C. A W is all that matters. That's right. All right, with this, how do you feel about the hot-button issue in our league right now? How do you feel about the power rankings? Well, don't like it because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the champ right now. If we would have That's true, because to... Larry would have got in over you. Yeah, I would have never made the playoffs, so I would have. I just like the standard wins, losses. I don't, I don't know. I don't get into all the analytics shit. So, so the what we're gonna do is the reason that I we had to shut it down after a few weeks was because there's a there's like percentages like they're weighted, like each thing is weighted, and right, right. We hadn't voted on what was weighted, so. That's, uh, I assume we're going to vote on all that. So Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what we're going to do. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. All right, well, just to tidy things up and wrap this up, uh, do you have any parting thoughts or uh, now's your time to shine and uh, you can do a little smack talking to other members of the league because so, they'll be hearing you um, that you'd like to make sure that they do hear? Well, I think, uh, what was it? Is it Brennan Ross or whatever? B Ross? Yeah, or yeah. Whatever his B-Ross. name is. Let him hear it. Yeah, uh, beat everybody's ass all year, and then you just come up a little short. Just like it, was, it, it was nice, <laughs> nice taking out everybody on the way to the ship, you know. I mean, everybody was pretty much projected to beat me by, like, 25 points a week, and yeah, their teams just didn't come to perform. Wrong. Picks were all wrong. No. So, uh, are you going to be at the draft next year to claim your trophy? Do I get two trophies or just one? Well, you get one, <laughs> you greedy fuck. Um, I didn't anyway. know. I mean, are we up and we got to pay more money for another trophy next year? Or how's it? No, man, I got, uh, <laughs> we got that one built for us. It's all custom. And I got like the name plate. Like your name is the last, the plate we all had to buy last year. And I'm going to buy the same one again. So. so do I get a discounted fee this year since it's two years in a row? You, you won so much money. You don't need a discount. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Greedy Colts fans, man. <laughs> I hope Carson Wentz. Hey, you said talk trash. Box. I'm just here for it. I hope Carson Wentz turns your team into a dumpster fire. Is what I, I pray for you. Yeah, I pray that. It still would be better than the dumpster fire <laughs> in Minnesota right now. So, all right, that's enough. That's all we got for today. Uh, thanks for coming in, Teddy. You're an asshole. Goodbye. Virginia, Phil Rivers, man. That old old man Rivers. That could have been. Uh, their last shot for a while, but who knows, man? Jonathan Taylor is a stud, and Carson Wentz could, you know, he what may makes feel... me sad is Chiefs definitely could have had Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Clyde is definitely not materialized. But I, I, I almost feel like I almost feel like it, you would have the same mm-hmm. result 
because that's just not how the Chiefs are built. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not like a they're not a, they're not going to utilize him the way so you he should. Think be. They should draft an alignment to help protect protect that or. Or do you think it was I don't know what's the, the what's the main weakness on the O line for the Chiefs? Well, the problem is everybody got hurt. They lost both their tackles. Sure, Schwartz and Fisher who are both All Pro players. You have Mike Remmers. Hey, Remmers is good in a spot. But He's an OG. You should <laughs> he should be starting for you for a whole season. I, oh no, I agree with that. So. Then losing them, and then LDT opted out because he's a doctor and he's fighting good fight against COVID. Which kudos! Shout to out to you, man. Yeah, good for that guy. It's awesome. Um, but you heard us. And then Kaliche Osemele, who was going to come in and play guard, blew up both his knees mm. just running. I don't even know how he does that. But uh, after that, I mean, down four O linemen, you know, basically backups. Yeah. What'd you expect was going to happen? In the mock, they have uh, the Chiefs taking an edge rusher. From where? Uh, Jason Owe. Owe? From where? Penn State. Oh, he's, he's the second, the guy opposite of Micah Park. Well, Parsons played linebacker, so sure. he was like a hybrid guy. But yeah, no, that guy's not bad. Um, I think we should go tackle. There's some guys. There's the kid from North Dakota State that I'd like to see, maybe. Um, so we'll see. Do you think Kyle Trask should go in the first round? No, because this has him going to the Saints. Oh yeah, what's uh, what are we gonna? What is Jameis? Wow. What's the situation with Jameis? What's happening I'm with sure that? He's upset. Oh now yeah. The breeze is probably gonna come back. They just paid Taysom Hill a ton of money. What's left with if they draft Kyle Trask? <laughs> You know, uh, that dude I, might be uh, how crappy of a draft not going on a different, but sure. Mariota and Winston, you thought you were getting your guys. I mean, both were Heisman winners. They should have kept Teddy, man. Teddy did well whenever uh, Breeze was out. Yeah. And now, yeah. Teddy, they are, I mean. No offense, I don't know if Teddy's going to be with the Panthers much longer either. I don't know. He's not going. There's no, I don't, there's no way. I just don't yeah, see Yeah, Teddy's going to be a career backup. Which sucks, man, because he had, I mean. Until he blew out the knee, like he was the Vikings, like the godsend for them. Like they sure. were, ever we all we were upset because they traded back in to get uh to get Teddy at like pick thirty two in that yeah. draft, and everyone was super pumped because you know the Vikings haven't had a quarterback I don't know, since Dante Culpepper, really. Yeah, you know? still don't have one. But. Yeah, okay, um, that's fine, but. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. So, but yeah, you know, uh, Cousins is a Hall of Famer. Like, it's fine. <laughs> sure he is. Sure he is. Hey, if if Phil Rivers gets in the Hall of Fame, if Cousins just keeps his stats up like he does currently, you know, he's always a top 10 guy, whatever, stat-wise, the at, at this rate, they're going to let him in because... I'm, I'm not even entertaining this Because what is it? The MLB? Absolutely is it the MLB that has, like, a character clause, which is like, oh, he's a really good guy, so we should let him in, you know? But, you know, like Deion Sanders spoke out recently. He's like, we need to stop letting all these people in or reevaluate, like, who's going in. And I completely agree with that. I know that we have spun out of control off to, off of the Fantasy Football League topic here. But, you know. It it's is. really back in. Yeah, it's really back in. Okay. 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 So, um, the, you know, this uh, interview with Teddy, you know, the man – the man's won back to back. You know, he was a we do a we do an eight eight playoff team thing. We do a you know the seven and eight seater kind of wild card teams in our league. Um, that way, you know, in my opinion, as a, from a commissioner's point of view, it keeps it it keeps it competitive. It keeps people interested in the league because there's so many times, so many leagues I've been in where you know it's a top twelve teams or whatever, and then the top four teams get in, and then once people realize they're not going to get in, they just give up. Um, so the eight, the eight teams kind of keeps it, keeps it competitive. 
And that's what we want for this league. We want the underdogs come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and yeah, that's story. what happened this year. So, so in 2020 or 2019, Teddy was a was the number one seed, but he had the Drew Brees, Michael Thomas connection, and they were getting you know 40 points each a game. And then this last year, he was an eight seed and just barely squeaked by all the all the juggernauts in the league. So, so basically, uh, I would say the only real hot button issue in the league right now would be um, one of our one of our uh, new uh, new members, I want to say, you know, he's he's been in the league for a couple of years now. Uh, Brendan Ross, he's he developed a power ranking system for the league, and uh, we we initiated it about halfway through the season. Um, however, we did have to we had to shut it down because there's uh, each thing is weighted wins, points scored, uh, and then we also have a strength of schedule, like almost what is it like college where you play someone who's higher, you know, play sure. someone who's ranked beat them you move up a lot faster that was actually the difference between larry and teddy getting in the playoffs so it's, a, it's an interesting thing and i i think it's it's going to be great for the league however we had not voted on the percentages so that is kind of yeah it's a it's a topic that we certainly will discuss this off season for sure <clears throat> um, hopefully vote on it and come to some type of consensus because i do think it i mean as much as people uh, don't like the analytics, I think that they do hold value. And I think that they, you know, if you have a easy schedule and you're the number one seed, are you really the number one? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think if you play, let's say you went, you know, 500, but all your law or um, all your wins were against juggernauts, I think that means something compared Absolutely. to you want, you went undefeated and you played a bunch of shit teams, yeah. you know, so. Um, like I, Brendan I mean, Ross, <laughs> dude's a paper champion. In my yep, opinion, yep. like he can, uh, you know, all of his, you know, his point scored was just terrible. You know, he was, you know, he was just beating teams every. You know, I mean, props to him for winning, but you know, it, you know, the true B Ross came out at the end. No, and so, and I think uh, it was right. Uh, and we had discussions with the executive team um, that we weren't ready to implement. It was a little premature, which that's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, we talked about it. And I think it's a great idea, and I think we just need to revisit um, and have everybody's input on what things should be weighted um, so that we're all in the, ready to go. We're on the same page with actually what's happening rather than mid-season. That was, I think, the kind of uh, what kind of the downfall of that was. I've also heard Nick is super premature, so. <laughs> yeah, he looks that like could, a preemie, so. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I mean, you know, and you can Nick, take that whatever way you want yeah, if you mean, want to take he's it. He's a Neanderthal, so. <laughs> you can take it that he's a preemie or that, you know, he's a uh, next life is premature. <laughs> that Minuteman. Uh, yeah, two, Minuteman. Two, two pumps, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So uh, Nick's first, we'll, we'll run down on him. He, his first uh, year in the league, he was the number one seed and lost in the first round. And this man talked the an insane amount of shit, and the man has war. So the losers in our league wear they are uh, our sticker bitch is what we call them, and they wear a pink shirt, and uh, they have to basically just they run around like crazy on draft day, and they sweat all over the place. And Nick is I don't think Nick's ever actually got last, but he has won that shirt. Uh, Many n- times. numerous times. So yeah, this think, year, that's just karma, man. It is. Yeah, it is. As much oh, fantasy isn't even that hard. I don't know why you guys yeah. like are always so stressed about it. I'm a number one seed. He probably has his girlfriend set his team for him. Mm. You know, it could most be. likely. 
That might be the issue. Or maybe he needs to have his girlfriend sit his <laughs> That might help him. So, uh, other than that, you know, the league is running pretty smooth. So, uh, that's all I really have to talk about in there, unless you got something to add. No, man, I think uh, we're ready to go. I think we just needed the Sleeper app. I think it was a major improvement. I really enjoy the new platform. Yeah, shout out to so, Sleeper. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the options are pretty much endless on that thing. Um, and it's allowed us to do these new things rather than your keeper automatically being a first round mm-hmm. pick. I mean, that's tremendous just in that yeah. sense right there. It didn't work out for me. I was hoping Mark Andrews would be a lot better so I could get him as a round 14 pick. But uh, Lamar Jackson <laughs> turned out to be what I thought he was. He's a great draft value, though. He's a, he's a great running back, so good for him. Yeah. Um, not the greatest quarterback. But it is what it is. But uh, we'll see. I think uh, we're in good shape with this app. And... Uh, we need to just get that weighted system figured out mm-hmm. so that I can be in the championship instead of Teddy next year. So Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you keep trying and, uh, you know, maybe one day you'll get there. But, you know, David Johnson. Just don't, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, a little backstory on that. So, uh, I don't know what year it was. 2000, uh, so, look here, 2015, because my name's on the trophy and not Larry's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, uh, Larry and I went to the championship. And this man, was that David Johnson's rookie year? It was. Uh, he was third string yeah. on the depth charts yeah. that year. And uh, so I, all my, like one of my, I don't even remember who I had. It was so long ago. One of my running backs went down and Larry dropped David Johnson. So I picked up David Johnson and both the people in front of David Johnson went down. And that David, week. That week. The week I dropped the Week of the ship. And David Johnson went completely berserk and uh, got me a ring. So yep. uh, shout out to you, David Johnson. Uh, you'll probably never hear this, but, you know, good for you. So One of the worst days of my life. <laughs> uh, to be yeah. beat by your own player. <laughs> no. So, well, I don't have anything more else to add. Do you? Uh, no, no. Just that uh, it's an, an honor. I'm glad you were, uh, you've just, you came up with this idea and wanted to get this up and going. You've done a ton of research, thoroughly impressed. And I'm just honored that you're able to pick me to be your co-host, man. Yeah, uh, I mean, you are best man at my wedding. You're vice commissioner. You're a founding father. I mean, couldn't pick anyone else, you know, that uh, would be better for the job. You were enthusiastic when I brought the idea to you, and that's pretty much it. I mean, we're 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 just we're doing this because it's something we want to do, and we want to have fun with it. We want to give back to the league, and uh, we hope that uh, we can keep this going in the foreseeable future. So, yeah. So, uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, for listening to us, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, here's to a successful podcast. Cheers, buddy. Cheers.